Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Thursday, y'all! What's going on? Hey, Lisa, girl, how are you? I'm good. See, how are you? Man, you know I'm in here running under the wire, but we're here nonetheless. It's been a busy day. It's been a busy week. It's been a busy month. You know, I say it's been a busy year already. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so if you're on Facebook Live, there's a little bit of a delay. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to get you guys to hear the show live um, while we talk. So it's a little bit of a delay, but it is live. Oh, Lord, let me What's find out. I've got to be on my best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> she said she's going to be on her best behavior. Y'all know what? We don't learn some things here on Let's Chat. You know, this is a very important night because we got some hot, we got some really good guests. This is our mind, body, and soul segment. For all of those that don't know, we do a mind, body, and soul segment here on the show. And so I'm really excited because tonight we have some fabulous guests. We're going to be talking about the um, state of our children. You know, everybody has been watching the shootings in Florida, at the schools, and it's just so much going on with our kids that we're going to talk that talk today uh, about that. Absolutely. It's just so unfortunate where we are in our, in our world today. You know, it was really disturbing, and it's just things have become common, a common factor, a common denominator, unfortunately. And, um, I just don't know what to say about Alicia. It's just very disturbing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And every it's it's on everywhere. Everybody is talking about it. And tonight on the show, uh, we already were planning on having this show, so it just so happened that it fell on on today of all days. So we have the fabulous um doctor Oscar Underwood on today. 
Um, he wrote this uh, fabulous book. He wrote a few fabulous books. He wrote Vindication of a Broken Woman. Y'all know tomorrow we got the he said, uh, we got she says, but he heard. We got Tamika, Han- uh, Tamika. Shout out to Mika Newhouse, you're on my mind. We got Felicia Hamilton that's going to be coming in, kicking in the chat room door, we, honey. We're going to be talking that talk about she says, but he heard. So that's tomorrow. Make sure y'all tune in. But today we're talking about the children. He wrote Butterf- uh, Bumblebees Can Fly. Um, and mm-hmm. he is awesome. And the way we got him is I reached out to Steve Perry. Uh, Dr. Steve Perry to get him on our show And he could mm-hmm. not Appear and he says well I Can't come so Let me um, Reach out to my colleague and that's What he did and that's how we got Dr. Underwood So I'm excited I'm excited too because I'm you know We're a little bit book bougie here on this Chat and uh, that title Is kind of eye catching bumblebees Can fly because you know there has to be some type of underlying factor, some type of underlying meaning to it. So I'm going to be excited to hear Dr. Underwood's um, take on his how he even came up with the title and why he came up with this book altogether. You can hear the delay, Stacey. I'm working on it, y'all. Y'all know I'm working on it. I'll be trying to trying to do some things. Give give me some time. I'm gonna figure out how to get us together. We're gonna get it together. Hey, Arthur Angie Liddell. But we trying to do something a little different. I want you guys to be able to um hear the show. So yes, that delay, that delay is there. I look like you know, like you watch one uh, the old Chinese movies where you talk and then <laughs> The, the the voice comes, but then you talk to us like monster. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, we do. We got a hot show today, y'all. Today is about the kids. Not only do we have author, educator, and speaker, Dr. Oscar Underwood, we have author and child advocate. Um, she is MVP's author. Shout out to Monique Hall. We have Kanisha Martin that's going to come in here and she's going to talk that talk with us today. Um, I'm excited to have her on the show. I met her uh, when we got our award. Was that this year? Last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And she is so sweet, y'all. She is so sweet. So I'm excited to have her on where she can talk about her story, her passion, and the direction that she's going in and how she got here. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Uh, once again, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight on Let's Chat. And uh, I, 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 I'm I, going to ask for forgiveness beforehand because y'all know how Miss T can get some time on the show. So I'm going to try to be on my best behavior. And with that being said, I'd like to welcome all our new people in. Because, you know, Lisa and I, we just dive right into our show. Like, we have no new faces in the audience. But here on this chat, Lisa and I, we love celebrating literature. And not just literature. We love celebrating all walks of life, what, however it may affect your community, my community, worldwide. We love doing it in the way that we only know how, which is the royal way, no matter what it may be. Our show allows all of our guests and our listening audience to interact in a fun, intimate, and friendly environment. We get to hear the passion behind what it is that they do. And you never know who you may touch 
in whatever journey, whatever walk they may be walking in. And uh, we hope you guys are excited for this show tonight. I am. It's the state of our children. Our children are so important to Alicia and I as well as to you guys. So sit back, enjoy. And if you'd like to talk to us, just press your one. And if you'd like to talk to any of our guests, just press that one also. We'll bring you right into the chat room. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Absolutely, and if you're on live, shout out to everybody that's on live. Thank y'all for bearing with us. We're trying to do something a little bit different. But if you guys are on here, you're on live, and you want to call into the chat room, you call 347-205-9387. And then, like Miss Tony said, just press your one, and that'll let you let us know that you want to come inside of the queue. If you're just tuning in, we have some fabulous guests today. We're going to take a brief break because uh, he's going to be stepping in the chat room soon. So we want to make sure that we get our house cleaning in order and get everything out. You know, we always, we are book bougie here, but we love books. We are avid readers, and we are always, always, always trying to share and shout out um, people that are have that have books out, that have uh, book signings. So with that said, on the 20th, um, pa- uh, Pastor, why did his name move, move my head? This is left out of my head. Say the number again. Okay, I'm going to say the number again. Hold on. Pastor uh, Torrey Roberts has a book signing in Buckhead in Atlanta. So if you're in the Atlanta area, it's at the Barnes & Noble book, Buckhead. Um, bookstore, and it's His okay. Holiness Book Month last week. A lot of people don't um, that listen to the show, I know they like, if she tells this story one more time. So, his <laughs> wife, Sarah Jakes Roberts, who is the daughter of Pastor T.D. Jakes, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, is on our bucket list as an interview on the show, right? So, when she started mm-hmm. her own podcast, Woman Evolved, I was like, oh, well, there goes getting her on the show, right? And I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to get her, right? And it just so happened, I don't know how it happened, but I got something popped up about being on his launch team for his new book. And so that's how um, I was able to feel like, oh, okay. So I got on his launch team for the book. I know y'all see me posting everywhere. So that's part of what I do for all of those that don't know who I am. I am a promoter. That's what I do, writing royalty promotions. And so I use my skill to be able to bless him and make sure y'all come out if y'all are in the area and check out his book signing. If y'all have not picked up his book, you are missing out. That book is everything. It is everything. It breaks your soul. It breaks you right on down to the ground. I love it. Mm-hmm. I've read it twice. I'm going to read it a third time so I can do the review on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely sounds like a book, too. And um, when you get to hear the passion, because you have been passionate about this book, Leisha, when you hear the passion behind someone that has got read it just once but twice, and now she's telling us a third time, man, I got to see what this is all about. <laughs> but and And if you think about it, that is how word of mouth starts. Word of mouth, when you don't have word of mouth, then you become the legs for your book, right? 
your vision, mm-hmm. your purpose, your passion, your drive is what send people out to buy your book and get a look at your pen, right? Because they want to support you. They want to support what you're doing. They love what you're about, mm-hmm. right? Well, as mm-hmm. readers, we promote word of mouth because, see, we read the book, we get into that content, we love what you write, and then we go out and we tell people we know. So we're like free, we're like a free Uber service. We go out, we pick mm-hmm. up the people, we drop them off at party author, and we keep it going. But your content, once we get the people there, your content got to hold them and bring them in. So when mm-hmm. they hear my passion, a lot of people have just been like, I'm about to go check out this book you've been talking about. I'm telling y'all this everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Because we have not had a show that she has not talked about this book. And we want to know what it's all about, too. We want to get on here and talk passionate. And if you're passionate about any book, share it with Lisa and I because we love sharing and promoting good material. So if you know of a good book out there that you want us to gush about and you want us to read and put into our library, shoot us an inbox. Put it on our – tag us on Facebook. Tag us on Twitter, on our, on our Instagram at Let's Chat. And we would love to know what you guys are interested in these days. Absolutely, absolutely. So as we wait for the fabulous Dr. Oscar Underwood to step into the chat room and come and kick it with us, we're going to take a brief break, but we will be right back. Okay. Busting my tail on a nine to five Just to keep up, try to stay alive Promise my lady we gon' be alright She be crying while she praying for a better life Hustling on the side for a bag of rice Gotta feed the fam, gotta pay the price Gotta keep trucking through the Georgia clay Gotta stay searching for a better day Gotta keep my faith till make way Gotta get extended so the gas can pay Sweet Georgia
truth Southern truth and strange truth My roots run deep in his Georgia claim Thank you. 
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Yes. yes. Oh, we're going to have to work through this delay, but welcome back to Let's Cat. My name is Tony, and we'd like to thank everyone tuning in live on our, in our chat room as well as our listeners online. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening. We have a phenomenal show on tap tonight. Bumblebees Can Fly, the State of Our Children, with the phenomenal Dr. Oscar Underwood. So we hope you are ready to enjoy his interview and get to hear the passion behind what it is that he has set out on his journey to do. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited. Um, I'm trying to make sure we get connected so I can get find out what number that he is calling from. Uh, okay. Kanisha is actually in the chat room, so we're going to bring her oh. in. Yes, and we're going right. to have that talk with her. When I say she is so sweet, y'all, she is so sweet. And I met her mm-hmm. at the MVP um, Publishing Awards, where T and I got our award last year, last summer. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Her story is, when I say it's powerful, she has a powerful testimony. But she is an advocate for kids everywhere. When I tell you she just wants to pour into them, she just wants to pour into them. Awesome. I do remember meeting her at the awards, and um, her story stuck stuck with me, even to this date, because um, it's hard. And as parents, you kind of can feel her, her, you know, you, you kind of can feel her her pain and what parent wants to go through that. So we're happy that she's joining us tonight and she's going to share her story, um, her life. So I'm excited about it. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Y'all see me, I got so much going on. I got two keyboards going. I got my phone going. I got, I got my live going. <laughs> this is this is my uh, unorganized producer side of the show. This is like what I do. I do everything behind the scenes for the show. <laughs> yeah, T says that delay is really bad. So we're going to try to... I want you guys to kind of listen to the show. Might not be able to do that. I might just be able to do a live. So we're going to come back out and we're going to come back in. But next time, y'all, I'm going to make sure I have it on point. Just give me some time to get it together. <laughs> I know you're going to get it on point, Leash. <laughs> you will not be deterred. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm just <laughs> you know I'm trying to You know I'm trying to make sure you, we, we got some things we want to do in 2018 I'm trying to make sure that we are there That um, we get Those things in order So that we can get to where we want to go mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely So I'm excited I actually didn't have to um, 
Oh, I didn't have to do that. I hate that I did that. That's that's bad, man. Anyway, let's keep going. Well, I didn't have to do what I did, but that's okay because it'll all work out. So we're going to bring in the talented and passionate author Kanisha Martin. Okay. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, Kanisha, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We are so excited to have you in the chat room. I'm excited that I was invited. (laughs) (laughs) We're excited to have you. I'm so honored. We appreciate you being able to come out and come and kick it with us tonight in the chat room. For all of those that are not familiar with your pen and your testimony, tell everybody a little bit about yourself uh, and your book. Um, I am the mother of Kaylin Ward from New Orleans. Um, she was the 16-year-old that was found on the interstate. Her body was in pieces on June 4, 2015. From that moment, I knew that I had to do something to save our children. And so from June 8, 2015, this has been my life. Going around, advocating for kids, mentoring kids. I mean, just whatever I can do, assisting parents. Because a lot of parents, they're too ashamed or are too embarrassed to say what they're actually going through with their kids. Um, I did an mm-hmm. interview at my daughter's prayer visual, and I got a lot of a lot of bad feedback because people could not understand why I was on national news saying that my daughter was rebellious. Mm-hmm. And I tell people that I can't play church. I can't be in church saying I trust God and I want to do God's will. But on the other hand, I want to sugarcoat what my child is doing. No, that was simply a test. So I had to tell the truth. Like, people were really mad with me. Well, who says that about their child? A mother who knows the real child. Like, I just could not get on TV and say, well, I had this perfect angel. She wasn't the worst. But I had issues Mm -hmm. going on. And for myself, Mm -hmm. I know I was embarrassed, and I didn't want to say things to people, well, you know, I'm having this problem with my child, because everybody wants that perfect fairy tale. But the reality of it all is we all have some sort of issue with our children. Your Mm -hmm. issue may not be mine, but you're dealing with something with your child. And I think society has made it where everybody has to paint this pretty picture. No, we have to stop painting this pretty picture. That's the reason we can't fix what's wrong, because we're mm-hmm. painting these pretty pictures, and we just need to keep it real. Mm-hmm. And I have two other kids, and I know my daughter, for me, was a real, real test for me. I just know that things I did with her, I do it totally different with my son. Mm-hmm. So I just felt like Everything happens for a reason. There is nothing that happens that God has not already ordained or put in place. So with that being said, said, people can understand the way I was acting. I wasn't reacting how most people wanted me to react. I wasn't passing out. I wasn't falling out. Do I cry? Yes. I cry every single day because a child that I Mm -hmm. gave birth to, that I had for 16 years, is no longer here 
physically with me. So mm-hmm. for me, that's painful. But I had to trust God's plan. I can remember um, this was had to be on June 9th, June 10th, something like that, because I didn't find out she was murdered until June 8th, which mm. she was killed on June 4th. Oh. So four days later, they identified her body. Mm-hmm. And so I can remember mm. I went in my room and I cried like a baby. And I asked God, I said, God, why am I not falling out? Why am I not passed out? How am I able to minister to other people at a time like this? And this is my child. And God simply told me, you are doing exactly what I need you to do. So from that day forward, mm-hmm. I kept it moving. I knew it was a message that I had to get out to save a generation. Mm-hmm. We are dealing with a generational curse. And the more we paint this pretty picture, the worse it's going to get. We have to learn to break this cycle. And God is not looking for people to paint a pretty picture. He's looking for some real prayer warriors who are going to be able to break curses and cast demons out. And that's where I come into Mm -hmm. place. And I I made a promise to God. I don't care who. I mean, I lost family. I lost friends because people did not like the way that I reacted. But the only person Mm -hmm. that I'm worried about is God, that I'm doing what he wants me to do. And he lets me know each day that I'm doing what he wants me to do because nothing that I touch, everything that I have touched, it succeeds. So that within itself lets me know that God is in the plan. Uh, Absolutely. Wow. Very So, you know, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle. And I'm dealing with an issue right now. Um, My oldest son, his godmother, her son was killed here in New Orleans. Um, Tuesday night, which was Mardi Gras here. Um, a good child. Mm-hmm. The car that he mm-hmm. was in, him and five other people were shot. Two died and three were um, injured really bad. Mm. It mm-hmm. has to stop somewhere. And so now God has put me in a position where I can go to these mothers and I can tell them, hey, you're going to be okay. Are you going to cry? Yes. Do you need to cry? Yes, you need to relieve. But no one can identify with a mother who has lost a child due to murder unless you've been in that situation. I tell people all the time, you wouldn't be able to walk in these stilettos, baby. It takes a lot. Most people would have killed Mm -hmm. themselves. Most people would have just wanted to lay down and die. I had many thoughts of just saying I want to give up, but God kept saying I have a mission for you. I have a plan for you. And I just keep it moving. Mm. I keep, and I get weary so much. I promise you I do. But I have the best spiritual father on this side of heaven, Pastor Tyrone G. Jefferson. Oh, my God. He, he instills in me what I need to keep me going. And as mothers who lose children, you have to place yourself around people who are in the same situation who will identify with you. Because you can't comfort me or tell me anything if you can't identify with me. You can't put a mm-hmm. puzzle together if all the pieces are not there. So basically, you don't fit within my puzzle if you have not walked that struggle. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's all it's all about connecting and networking. And so we have to go back to the old way of raising children, the village. Whatever happened to that? You know, these days people want, that's my child. We need everybody when it comes to our children. Because when I tell you the enemy is trying to build a camp and an army with our children. Mm-hmm. But we don't have enough praying so parents. We don't have enough praying people. Because we're so caught up in 
shopping and dating and this and that. And God say, I am trying to build an army. But until we build that army with God, the enemy is going to keep taking our children. Our children are dying at a rapid pace. I have never in my lifetime seen so many girls murdered. It's always, and I, and, and I can remember a conversation with my daughter um, right a couple of months before she was murdered. Because, see, I say she was murdered. They still say it's unsolved, but a mother knows her child. Right. You know, God already told me what happened to my child. I'm just waiting on him to release it. And mm-hmm. so what I tell people is you got to stand fast. You got to do what you got to do. I remember this conversation with my daughter. We were going shopping, and I, I, I looked at her, and I told her, I said, listen, I need you to be aware of your surroundings. This is exactly two months, three months. Before she passed away, I said, I need you to be aware of your surroundings. She said, Mama, go ahead with all that church stuff. What you talking about? And I said, let me explain to you. I said, God has placed in my spirit that there are people that are connected to you that want your life. She said, Mama, these people don't want my life. I said, they do. I need you to be aware of your surroundings. And in my city, I live in New Orleans, so everybody knows what it is here and how the crime rate is. Instead of most mothers, they worry about their sons. But my fear was never for my sons because I watched my daughter and the people that connected themselves with her because she was a giver. She, you know, she had a heart because of what she had been raised with. So she didn't know that these people were clinging to her for their own selfish purposes. Mm-hmm. But as a mother, I saw it and I tried. And, and as parents, we want to protect our children from everything. And we and, and the realization of it is we cannot. We cannot. Right. But God knows I did my best. And I tell people all the time, I have the peace I have because I have no regrets. I did everything I can do as a mother. I took her to church. I prayed with her. I talked to her. We had an open relationship. But it was just some things that she had to learn to do on her own. And mm-hmm. if she did not grasp what I was giving to her, it was nothing I can do about that. I kept pushing, mm-hmm. I kept pushing, till I got to a point where I said, look, God, you gave it to me, I'm going to give it back to you. Because I had a, mil- a many, many, many sleepless nights worrying about my child. Right. And, th- and there is no handbook on parenting. I mean, you have to do what's best for you and your child, your household, and your situation. You know, what works for one mm-hmm. person and their child I would have people say, oh, I would do this, I would do that. That works for you, baby. I got to do what works for me over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as black exactly. women, we we tend to condemn everything that the next black one. Oh, you see how she did this with her daughter? I would have never did it. No, baby, we got to pull together. And so my mission mm-hmm. is whenever somebody calls, I meet people all over. I mean, people find me on Facebook. Hey, my 15-year-old daughter ran away. Hey, my third... And you know what I do? I start working. Can you send me some names of her friends? you have any telephone numbers? I start networking, and guess what? I find them, because I've been there. And I simply tell these mothers, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I laid my story Mm -hmm. out for the world, because I want everybody to know, this is real. And this is what's happening. But as long as we keep mm-hmm. brushing it under the rug, we're never going to get a solution for the problem. So my mission is I help any and every mother that's going through, and I never once tell them that they're wrong for the way they're handling situations because I don't know what works for their household. 
So my mission is to just be a blessing in any way. I ask God each day I wake up, God, whatever you have for me to do today, just allow me to do it. And that's where mm-hmm. I'm at at this point. I just want to make sure that I am doing what God wants me to do, that I am moving forward in the direction that he wants me to move forward in. Mm. Wow, that's so powerful. And we thank you so much for sharing that with us. This is Tony Kanisha once again. Thank you for joining us here on the chat in the chat room. Now it's coming up on almost three years in June that uh, your baby girl has been was murdered. And uh, how do you feel? You how effective do you feel you've been in trying to just just share that and just make people aware because it's hard. Like you said, people always want that fairy tale life. They want that appearance to be everything is under control, but the underlying factors are the ones are the drive our children sometimes to be the way they are. Right. You know that that rebellious streak. So sometimes pain has to come to light in order for reality to set in. Does, does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense, and I kind of know where I went wrong as a parent with my daughter. Um, mm-hmm. Her biological father was murdered when she was four years old in Atlanta, Georgia, where he lived. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was, I mean, she had a bond on this world with her father. And then my husband was murdered accidentally, a stray bullet in New Orleans when she was 10. So that's two males in her life that she depended on, that she loved, who were supposed to protect her, that she lost. So from that that point, her fear was losing me. So at this point, she didn't want to, she starts pulling away like, I don't want to love that hard because I'm scared one day Mm -hmm. I'll wake up and you're not here. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, you know, and then she was a very... She went to a small elementary school where they, she was really sheltered. Um, she was very popular. I gave her everything that she laid eyes on because I wanted to just keep some sense of normalcy for her life, being that she had lost so much at such a, such a young age. And mm-hmm. all that I did, it still wasn't enough because I could not bring back what she really wanted. Right. My child had given up on loving because she felt like everybody she loved was taken away from her. Mm-hmm. And that was my only girl. I have two sons, but I tell everybody, there's nothing like a daughter. There's nothing mm-hmm. like a daughter. That I mean, we, we got our nails done together. We got our hair done together. I just can't do that with boys. So I'm basically mm-hmm. lost without her. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had gotten sick one time, and I was in the hospital, and I told my daughter, I said, listen, I said, I need to prepare you. I said, if anything happens to me, and I started showing her insurance policies and telling her if anything happens, I need you to be strong and be there for your brothers. And my child pushed that back to me. And what she said to me was, Mama, I'm never going to need this. She said, I would never be able to make it without you. You're going to have to bury me before mm. I bury you. And I'm saying, oh, wow. God was actually setting me up then. Right. He was preparing me then. While I thought I was preparing her in case something happened to me, he was preparing me for something to happen to her. Mm-hmm. And, I, and now I find myself saying, I'm lost without her because that's all we had. 
my daughter and my two sons, we were all we had. We had no one else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that was mm-hmm. my help. My kid, my other kids are younger than her, so she was able to help me by if I'm at a basketball game with this one, she was able to go sit at, at music class with this one. I have no one now. But, mm-hmm. again, God was preparing me. You know, and I look at it, and I promise you, from the day I found out, all I could do was pray. And most people were like, how is she worshiping and praising God at a time like this? Because I told God, I'm going to praise you anyway. I started thanking him for the 16 years that he had given me. Because it could have been a situation where I never even had a kingdom. So for Mm -hmm. that, I was thankful. And I said, God, I thank you for the 16 years that you did give me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I I say a lifetime, a lifetime of memory. Now, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Sometimes... Memories aren't enough. Some days memories aren't enough. But when I tell you this Mm -hmm. child left me with a lifetime of memories, whether good or bad, a lifetime of memories. Mm -hmm. Each day I wake Mm -hmm. up, I can think of something else that took place with her. Mm -hmm. And I see so many girls that are just like Kaylin. And I reach out to them, and I try to take them under my wing. I actually started a... um, a mentoring group, it's called Saving Our Queen. My daughter, we called her Queen. So now, my mission mm-hmm. is to save our queen. Because there are many Cayman wards out there. People just don't know what to do or how to handle it because they're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Right. But I tell mm-hmm. people all the time, honey, don't come for me. Please don't come for me. My life is an open book. Google me. <laughs> because I get people that- I get people that try to come for me. Oh, my Lord. They try to, I hold up, baby. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. Google me, baby. My life, I, I told my story to the world. There are no secrets here. <laughs> I know that's, that's right. right. And for those of you who are just tuning in, you are t- listening to Let's Chat. I am Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand. And most of the time, y'all, she is my left hand, the fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk today. We got some fabulous guests in, author, educator, and speaker, Dr. Oscar Underwood will be in the chat room. We will also, right now, we're talking to also, uh, right now, we're talking to Child Advocate, her story, y'all, Child Advocate and author, Kanisha Martin. She is telling her story. She is the author of the Kaylin Ward story. Now I wanna, mm-hmm. I just wanna go to when you decided to sit down and write the book because to sit down and write the book you would have had to relive everything that you experienced. Tell us a little bit about that process. Um, that process for me, to tell you the truth, it was not hard. It was, I mean, God gave me the strength. It was harder for Monique than it was for me. Monique would cry mm-hmm. every time we go through it. But for me, mm-hmm. it was, I looked at it as, I got to get through this story because I got to be able to reach somebody. I got to say, if I mm-hmm. save just one child for me, that's worth a million dollars. So mm-hmm. I knew I had to get that story out. But with Monique, it was times I was like, oh, goodness, I'm going to have to get her a box of Kleenex. <laughs> because she would <laughs> cry. And she was like, I'm just sorry, I'm sorry. But I promise you, God has given me so much peace and so much strength. 
And I got to a point where I stopped asking God, where is this coming from? Because at this point, I don't even care. I just keep on sending it my way, God. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so how did you get connected with being able to write your book uh, and publish through MVP Publishing? And shout out to Monique Hall. Um, Monique, a friend, a really close friend of mine who's like a sister, um, she actually told Monique about the story. And Monique was like, I need to meet her because she had already been following the story. So when she realized that this person knew me, she connected us together and we went from there. And it was like God started just placing people in places and doing things. And I was like, I hear you, God. I see you moving. I'm with it. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, Kanisha, this is Tony. And, um, Thank you for calling us chat. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello? Hello? Hey, how are you? Thank you for calling us chat. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yes, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay, sorry about that. Not sure what happened. But, um, Kadisha, I wanted to ask you about um, your, the process of writing this book. You had shared how you had to find your strength, and it was pretty easy writing the book. But as you wrote the book and you reflected back on your 16 years uh, with your baby girl, did you see other areas in, in that journey that kind of prepared you that you may not have even realized at that time? Yes, I saw a lot. It it was like when I went, as I wrote the story, I was like, I missed that sign. That was a sign right there mm-hmm. for me. It was it was many points where I was like, I didn't even realize that because I was just so caught up in just making her happy. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. many points in writing that book where I was like, how could I not notice this was going on? Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And also, Kanisha, this is still Tony. You know, you had mentioned earlier uh, in your interview about wanting your daughter to be aware of her surroundings. Mm -hmm. And as parents, as as mothers, because we just, I think that we just have that connection with our child, our children. One of the prayer, you know, I pray for my kids every day. I have a daughter and two sons as well. And one of the most specific things that I pray about on a daily is that my that God gives them the discernment to know the, the people around them, their surroundings, and to always and continue to walk in his word. So we put our prayers out there. We try to surround them with those, those prayer warriors. But sometimes in life they have to learn on their own, and all we can do is provide the tools and the foundation in order for them That's to fall right. back on and, and pray that it's enough. 
Exactly. And that and that's exactly where I was. Like I, I, I gave her everything but I couldn't make her use the tools that I had given her. I couldn't Exactly. I felt like I couldn't prepare her in, anymore. You know, there was nothing mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. bring her I had brought her as far as I can take her. Now it was time for her to take lead in what I had been teaching her. Right. And you know, and I tell everybody when you just you just have to understand, like if you don't have a relationship with God, you just would not understand my journey. Like I mean, when I tell you I have family, I have not spoken to family in over two years because they did not approve of what I said on the news. But mm-hmm. they don't understand my relationship and my walk with God. Mm-hmm. And you will never understand why I do what I do or why I said what I said unless you truly understand God. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem mm-hmm. with most parents. We're so busy trying to paint this picture for the world that we totally forget what's important, which is the well-being of our child. Exactly. Exactly. And and also, Kanisha, this is still Tony. I want to ask you, based on the the response of of your community, of your family, um, and losing those those relationships, do you feel that if you had come out and painted this perfect picture and people had seen you stand up there and paint this picture, but knowing in the background that that's not exactly the case, do you feel that they would have even taken the word from the Bible, stoned you as well? Right. Exactly. But before that happened, I had already asked God, God, I need you to start removing people from around me. I need you to move Mm. some things around. So Mm -hmm. when that happened, Mm -hmm. God immediately started moving things around and moving people out of the way because Mm -hmm. God had so much more for me. But these people and these places were a hindrance to me. Right. So, you know, I look Mm -hmm. at this, I, I just, I just know that everything happens for a reason. And through this, God has taken me to a whole nother level. God said, I have been after you for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for you. And I tell him, oh, you got me now, God. I ain't going nowhere. I actually graduated <laughs> from um, ministry school on the 26th of this month. So God has wow. definitely been moving in my life. Wow. That's awesome. That's actually my son's birthday, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So, you know, I, you sometimes you got to lose to win. And that's just, you know, Fantasia said it best. Sometimes you got to lose to win. I lost so much, but only to gain the peace and understanding of God. Absolutely. Now, I do, I do have a question, because you mentioned that you have small children. How were you able to... Um, explain not only what happened to your oldest daughter to them, but the path that and the journey that you and the vision that you have. How are you able to explain that to them? Um, because I'm sure they're still healing. Yeah, I have my 12. Year, I have two sons. My 12 year old son, he's really, really. When I say this is the most humble child I have ever met in my life. Sometimes I'm like, Lord, where did I get him from? Why couldn't everybody be like this? And who was the problem with him and Kaylin? Like he grieves a lot. Like today is my husband's birthday, and my husband's been dead for eight years. 
So, you know, today he was like, I really miss daddy or whatever. And he tells me, you know, from time to time, he said, Kaylin was mean to me, but I really miss her. And the problem with Kaylin and him was when I had him, Kaylin had been an only child for six, seven years. So she was jealous mm-hmm. of him. So by the time I had mm-hmm. the next baby, she was well over being jealous. And she and my youngest son, which is nine now, they had a bond out this world. But the struggle for him daily is so excruciating. I I wish I could just take all of his pain away because he cries for her so much. You would think this was his mom because he literally, he loved this girl so much. And he mm-hmm. shows it like he can't. Some days he's like, I don't want anybody to touch anything for her. He goes, he lays in her room. I mean, I just, I was just able to give her clothes away and stuff because he was having a hard time with it. And, you know, I had to sit down and explain to him, look, it's time. You know, we have to let these things go. And we have, I kept a lot of things for him, but I let it go because there, there were some children that can use those things. Mm-hmm. And that's what I explained mm-hmm. to him. I said, now, you know, mommy is all about helping people. And they have that same heart because every time they know something is going on with somebody, mama, can you do this? Can you help them? So they know their mom's passion and they just join in like, you know, my my boys are just wonderful. And I tell everybody, my 12-year-old, he is so focused on life, and he talks about college and everything already. But then I have this mm-hmm. 9-year-old who says, Mama, I'm never leaving you because you need me to keep you company. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so they keep me going. And mm-hmm. they make this mission real easy for me because when I look in their eyes and they are just so proud, like, they go to school and they brag and my mama wrote a book and my mama and they, their teachers come out and support and to see that look in their eyes and for them to say mm-hmm. mama I'm proud of you I, mm-hmm. I would not trade it for the world mm. that's beautiful <laughs> and that's if beautiful. I'm somewhere doing something and giving out Christmas cards or what have you they're right there with me I and, and like I said, I do things differently. With Like, I make them earn things. I never made Kaylin earn anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. I never made her mm-hmm. earn anything. But I make them earn things. And they actually enjoy mm-hmm. it. So, But they make this, this whole journey so easy for me. And the more I look at them, I know I got to keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. That's true. That's true. And this is Tony Kanisha. As mother, as the three of us, we all have sons. But do you sometimes find that even at a very young age that our son's focus is to try to protect us? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, they have that. I have not. That, let me just say this. I have not dated in years because my nine-year-old, I think he thinks that he's my husband. <laughs> and so, you know, I tried dating one time, and he was like, he told the guy, he said, I need you to understand, I love my mama. And at this time, he's eight. And I'm like, yeah, he loves his mama. So, I mean, he would just put it out there. Let me let you know, I'm eight, but I love my mama, and I need you to know, I don't want anybody to hurt my mama. Oh, even and at young ages. Yes, and they they are definitely my protectors, and I tell you no lie, my 12-year-old, he is heaven sent. This child sends Mm -hmm. me text messages, 
You're the best mama in the world. I thank God for you. And I'm like, God, I know you're going to do something with this child. Because when I tell you, mm-hmm. thank God for me on a regular basis, and he just don't know I'm thanking God for him. Because most 12-year-olds mm-hmm. are not doing the things he's doing. Most 12-year-olds are not as focused. They're trying to be out okay. in the street. And I don't push him. You know, he likes cartoons and games, and I let him do just that. Right. Just that. Mm-hmm. And I explained to them, I said, listen, I'm going to give y'all the same opportunities that I gave Kaylin. Kaylin had two choices when she graduated from high school. She can go away to college, and I fund her education and her living expenses and everything while she's in school. Or if she chooses not to go to school, the day after she graduates, she needs to get a job. Mm-hmm. So, I have already told this to them because I need them to know the same thing goes. Education is a must. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, I say, you know, I want y'all to be prepared for life because when I'm gone, you all have no one. At first they had Cavan, but now you all have to, and they love each other so much. They hug each other and they cry when they separated too long. The baby cries. I just miss my brother. I just need my brother. And I understand because he's so afraid of losing someone else. Absolutely. Right. So, right. and it's so funny. They have their own rooms, but the baby always manages to go get in the bed with the big one. And he's hugged up with him. <laughs> and I just, I just love that bond because I'm like, God, I need this to stay like this because tomorrow is not promised. And if I'm not here, right. I need to know that they are going to be here for each other. Absolutely. Right. Now, I do want to mm-hmm. ask, because as a mom, it's really heartbreaking. I, I can't even imagine um, losing, you know, a child. But to have to lose a child, to you lose a, hun- a husband, um, and just having so much loss, how are you able to help the younger children be able to, to deal and um, get through this process because it's, it's it's a lifelong process for them. And it is. kids deal with this differently. Yeah. And the one thing we do in our house, we talk about them a lot. Like we don't just shut it out like it never happened. We talk about mm-hmm. all the like like today, my twelve year old was like, Mama, you remember when I was little and we would be in Walmart and I would run and daddy would take me and put me on his neck so I wouldn't run around the store. So we talk about them a lot with the things that we did with them or the places we went because I don't want to just shut it out like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Hey, they mm-hmm. were in our lives. They did leave an imprint on our lives. So we're going to continue mm-hmm. to talk about them, and we're going to continue to celebrate them. Mm-hmm. You're keeping them alive within your lives. Yes, yes. And, and it's so crazy because my daughter's friends, I mean, when I say the city of New Orleans, they keep Kaylin alive. They keep her alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These kids keep her alive. And, you know, I had someone ask me one time, isn't that too much for you? I said, no, because this is who she was. This was the, my child was so popular. I would have parties and be like, oh my God, where did all these people come from? But this was every year, every year. So for me, Mm-hmm. It's a blessing because they didn't forget about her. She left her right. mark on this world. And within 16 years, she left a she left a lasting impression on so many people, whether it was children or adults. When a teacher tells me that she will never forget this student and this was her princess, you don't know what that meant to me for this lady to say that to me. Mm-hmm. 
And wow. for someone to love your child that much, because, and I tell people all the time, it was impossible to connect with her and not love her. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's the person she was. Mm-hmm. Now, Kaylin's Ward's Kaylin Ward's story is going to premiere this fall. It's in production, um, and it's well, it's in production, and it's early summer. Um, if you want to bring it to the theaters, now tell us a little bit about that process. What made you uh, want to take that, put it on the big screen? How has that process been for you, being able to to change gears? Um, when I first found out about it, I was like pinching myself because I was like, oh my god, oh my god! Like I was slapping myself for a minute. Like, is am I dreaming? Is this real? But then I mm-hmm. thought about it, and I was like. This is Kaylin, light camera action, and that this is my daughter. So this is what I need. I need to bring her to the big screen. And so I'm so excited about the process. I can't wait to think so moving. Like, I'm literally excited. My kids are so excited. My baby wants to know, are we going to move to California and get a mansion? I said, no, we're going to stay here. <laughs> So I'm excited, and I'm just like, because I had already said when it happened, one day I was sitting down before the funeral, and I was like, my life has been a lifetime movie. And Mm -hmm. it literally has been. And I just know one Mm -hmm. thing. Once this happens, Lifetime is going to call me. I love Lifetime, but they're going to call me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You got to speak it into existence, girl. Yes, yes. So that's a wonderful thing. And um, tell us where, tell our listeners where they can pick up the book, um, Kanisha, please. Um, they can pick up the book. They can go to mbppublications.com and order the book, or they can go on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But um, I would prefer for them to go to MBP Publications. Okay. Awesome. That's great. And. This is what, like, we were actually supposed to be working on Life After Queen, which was the second book, but with the movie coming along, that has been pushed back. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, how, how has the process been for you with the movie? I mean, do you see things differently? Do you see them, and then you have to add in some, you know, you always have to put some fillers, fillers in. How has this right. been for you? Um, right now we're still um like they haven't started the first um casting call isn't till until April. So we're still in the beginning phase mm-hmm. of everything. But I'm nervous right. in a sense. <laughs> because I'm like, wait a minute, they gotta get the right person to play Kaylin and um I you know, <laughs> I, I I wanna be a part of everything because nobody knew Kaylin better than me. So, right. I need to make sure we have the right Kaylin and everything. And I'm just excited. Um, actually, um, I think that this is going to bless a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, mm-hmm. it's been pain. But um, my cousin told me not long ago, I posted a picture. And her words to me were pretty with, pur- pretty with purpose. So, I truly mm-hmm. believe. I'm pretty with the purpose, and my purpose is to save another child. <laughs> mm. 
Wow, that's amazing. So, that's amazing. This, this, this journey, mm-hmm. I just think that this is going to be an awesome, awesome journey. And like I said, we're in the beginning phase. So much has been taking place as far as the casting call and all of that. Like we're just getting everything um, in order at this point. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Now, this the is funny, Kanisha. I just want with all that you have shared with us, I mean, she she has had a, a, a enriched 16 years of life here on this earth. What would you say her best virtue was? Kaylin, she loved people. Mm-hmm. She had a giving heart. Her heart was so big. I mean, my child would... She wanted to help everybody, and I can't be mad at her because she she picked it up for me. Um, she had a lot of mm-hmm. friends, you know, who were in need of things, and she'd be like, "Mommy, you gotta help her. You gotta help her. They don't have nobody." And I would help them. I mean, she would literally give people brand new clothes and shoes out of her closet because her mother mm-hmm. had taught her how to be a giving, caring person. So that that would definitely be it. Her heart. Oh my God. Mhm. Mhm. And for every 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 parent that's listening to your voice tonight, Kanisha, what would be three key elements that you want to share and that you truly hope that they take to heart? First, they got to trust God. <laughs> they mm-hmm. got to truly, truly trust God because parenting is definitely a journey. Mm-hmm. Secondly, look for the signs. Oftentimes, as parents, we don't pay attention. The signs are there, but we don't pay attention. Thirdly, don't be ashamed of any decisions that you make for your household. Mm-hmm. Mm. And with that being said, Kanisha, what would you tell our young listening audience three things that you hope that they take to heart as well? Listen to your parents. Listen, listen, listen. Be aware of your surroundings, and everyone isn't a friend. Mm. Now that's powerful. Absolutely. And I have a question. If you could, if we were sitting here two years from now, and we were having a discussion about the things that you have accomplished in that two years' time frame, what are some of the things we'll be talking about? Um, it's within this two years, the, the past two years. No, we're talking uh, about we're 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 talking two years from now. Oh, two years from now. We're having an um, interview. Two years from now, what are some of the things we'll be talking about as far as the things that you have accomplished? Oh, okay. And two years from now, we'll be talking about this movie that's just all over the place. <laughs> we'll be talking about several <laughs> movies. <laughs> we'll talk about several movies. Um, we will talk about um, my foundation growing larger and larger, going worldwide. Um, mm-hmm. We would also talk about possibly a husband in that future. <laughs> Yes. So, yeah. Mm. Um, in two years, 
I just see God doing some amazing things in my life. I see God taking me to a whole nother level, a level that I could not even dream of. Hmm. Wow. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. We so appreciate you coming on the show, coming to kick it with us and be able to talk about uh, your experiences. But you guys have a casting um, date coming. Tell tell us a little bit about that. Um, we have one which is April twenty first and twenty second. That one will be um in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Claremont, at the Marriott Claremont, at one thirty Claremont Avenue in Decatur, Georgia. And mm-hmm. auditions will be from nine to five in the Claremont room. And mm-hmm. then we'll have one May fifth and sixth. In New Orleans, but that one is to be announced. We haven't gotten all the details for that one as of yet. Mm-hmm. Now, how much input input will you have in selecting the cast? Um, I'm gonna have some input on my Kaylin and her dance mm-hmm. team because dancing was my daughter's life, so I know which dance team is gonna fit. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that'll be. Everything mm-hmm. else I'm not concerned about, but I have to have some input on my Kaylin and the dance team. Mhm. Mm. That's gonna Those be are the two um, major something, <laughs> right? And I guess you'll know your Kaylin when she walks through the door, and you're gonna just probably sense it. She's gonna say, "Mommy, she's the one." Yes. <laughs> yes, I know my Kaylin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm. Amazing, and this is all part of your process. It really Mm -hmm. is. This is is all part of your process to get um, to be able to heal. This is your healing process. And if you could have anything, if anybody could take anything away from your loss, if anybody could take anything away from uh, your pain and your healing, what is it that you want them to get from that? Um, what I want them to get, they have to understand that the pain won't go away, but they have to learn how to deal with it. It, it definitely mm-hmm. won't go away. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. say it's going to get better. It doesn't. It honestly does not get better. The only thing it does for you is that you learn to manage it better. That's mm-hmm. it. But you, you, it won't get better. Mm-hmm. I promise you it won't. Hasn't gotten better for me yet. Mm-hmm. Just about. But mm-hmm. it's just managing it. And I promise you, it's a struggle. But what you have to do is you have to find something that that person likes. Like, you know, I had to find her passion and turn it into a purpose. For someone else, mm-hmm. I do a mm-hmm. because my child was a glamour girl, and I just think that every girl should go to her senior prom. So I collect prom dresses, and I find people to sponsor the girls to do hair. Last year, it was a blessing. It was truly amazing. I gave mm-hmm. out over a hundred gowns for prom. Wow, and. I do that in honor of her birthday. So I celebrate her birthday by giving back, helping someone else. Mm-hmm. 
So they just have to find that. And I find that if you find that purpose, that, that person's passion, it gets you through mm-hmm. because then you're able to bless somebody with their legacy, bless somebody with what they like to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and is, is there a way that someone may, if they want to be uh, a contributing factor to that, is there some some way that they can reach out and, and make that happen? Yes, they can. Um, they can reach out to me on Facebook. Um, uh-huh. Or they can reach. Um, nine times out of ten, they reach out to me on Facebook because I've had people reach out to me all over. I'm Kanisha Martin on Facebook, so they can uh-huh. reach out there. If they don't want to do it, on they can DM me, and then we'll get contact information and everything. Okay, great. As you know, you, you, the sound of your voice may be reaching so many people that have the need to want to give to give back and to help. Right. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's all about. Mm-hmm. I put I a major loss and a major cost, mm-hmm. but giving back helps me, giving back. I mm-hmm. mean, I tell everybody, mm-hmm. I don't want pity. I don't want pity. I don't do pity. Right. Don't cry for me. <laughs> you know, people were like, oh, I cry every time. Stop crying for me, honey. I am fine. <laughs> Don't cry <laughs> for me. Uh-huh. God <laughs> got you, girl. Yourself together. Pull yourself together. <laughs> Don't cry for me. I am going to be Absolutely. just fine. And I tell them, my tears are not a sign of weakness. My tears are physically missing my child that I gave birth to. Right. Right. So don't take my tears as a sign of weakness because it's not. <laughs> mhm. Mm. That's that's wonderful. So Kanisha, tell us about your next book and what we can expect. Um, the next book is actually called it's gonna be called Life After Queen. It's basically the journey of um me trying to deal with the New Orleans Police Department as far as um getting leads and the help that I need basically and how my children are reacting afterwards so it's just what it says life after queen what we're dealing with mm-hmm. since queen is gone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the everyday struggle yes. since she's been gone mm-hmm. and how is life after queen for you personally do you feel that um you you are doing all in your power to just truly represent who she was and who she is yeah, for because me, she still lives on through you. Yes, and and for me, I just feel like my child is proud. She's smiling. She is definitely pleased at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. She is pleased. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. But I am so excited, and I was honored to do this. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we appreciate you. We trying something different, so we got the Facebook Live going, and we got a little kickback because of the way I was able. I want everybody to really hear your story, honestly. I want people to experience your testimony because it is, that is what it is. It is a testimony. You're taking your pain. You turned it into something that uh, you can help heal and bless others with, which is remarkable and so powerful all in itself. 
Now, here on Let's Chat, we like to do some fun, a little bit of fun. And so I know T not going to ask you too, nothing too crazy, but <laughs> I'm ready because yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Leash. Um, nothing too crazy tonight, not for our honored guest this evening, because she has shared so much of herself with us. So. With that being said, in light of this great weekend coming up with the Black Panther, you know, I had to get back to my... Hey, look, I'm headed there now to the movie theater to see it. <laughs> Girl, I'm, I'm actually pulling up tickets. now at the movie theater. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I hope you enjoy it. With that being said, if you were... No, now I'm going to rephrase that. You are a superhero in the eyes of so many people. When we look at you... You can make up any special powers that you want. What superhero are you, Miss Kanisha Martin? What superhero are you? Because you are a hero. I am, I am definitely Superwoman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right, Superwoman, yeah. She would spin around and then she change in 3.5 seconds. That is me. I wear so many hats and I have to be Superwoman to switch to all those different roles. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you, are you going to um, up, up have a special power that we may not be aware of that you can make it up if you want. What's what's super about that superwoman? Superwoman. Um, this superwoman, <laughs> she um, she shuts down all negativity when they start thinking, and she blinks and turns, and then it stops. <laughs> all right now. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Kanija, once again, thank you so much for joining Lisa and I no tonight problem. here on Let's Chat. We truly appreciate you. But before you go into that movie theater and see that amazing Black Panther, shout out all your social media and any events that you may have. And once again, where they can pick up this phenomenal book and show any type of support for you. Um, everyone, you can pick up the book at mbppublications.com. Um, I'm Kanisha Martin on Facebook. Follow me. Um, I have some really good things coming up. My Farms Live is coming up. It's, I started April 4th, which is Kaylin's birthday, so anybody that wants to donate, hey, hit me up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you once again for joining us here tonight. And have thank fun you. at the movies. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're very All right, welcome. ladies. Good night. Okay. Okay. Good night. Oh, Lisa, that was powerful. That was so powerful, Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I'm glad that we were able to have her on. That that testimony, that story, that is just everything. It just opens up uh, your heart um, as a parent. Mm-hmm. You you can't imagine um, the loss of right. a child, you know. And in today's right. uh, in in light of today's tragedy, so many parents have lost their child today. Uh, they've had to mm-hmm. lay their child to rest today, and so this mm-hmm. is really, really, really uh, a rough day as a parent because I can't imagine right. uh, getting a knock on the door or getting a phone call, you know, about mine. Mhm. That's so true. And that's the one thing when your child is out and about that that fear that you're gonna get that phone call or you're gonna get that knock on the door. All you do is have to 
is wait until they're back in the house and back within your, your, your arms. Absolutely, absolutely. We are still waiting. I think they got the times mixed up because they promoted it, so we're still waiting for it. We're going to give him a little bit more time uh, to step into okay. the chat room. Hopefully we can get him and we don't have to reschedule. But okay. we're going to take a brief break, and we're going to be right back so we can gather ourselves. That whole that whole interview, I needed to gather myself because it's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. It was powerful. So let's see what we got. I'm trying to get some music on here. We have so much music. Shout out to everybody that sends us music. Um, and supports us with their independent gifts. We appreciate you guys, Team Furnace, mm-hmm. um, Ike Breeze and his team. We appreciate you guys for um, always, always, always sharing your talents with us. The fabulous Omar Tyree, uh, who is doing music now. And so we have a lot of, he's always hitting me up and letting me know when he needs to come on, when he has something new going on. And we really appreciate that. Uh, We're going to take a brief break, and we're going to play a little, again, a little bit of that Ebony Archer. Gotta believe.
Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Miss Felicia, and I'm kicking it with my right hand, and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. Unfortunately, Dr. Oscar Underwood was not able to appear on our show today. We were really, really excited to have him on. But, honey, let me tell y'all, author and child advocate Kanisha Martin told down the chat room with her testimony Kaylin's mm-hmm. Ward, make sure you go out there and pick up that book. Get your one-click popping. There's a movie coming. There's a part two coming. She has so much going on, and I'm just very excited for her uh, and, and what she has accomplished. If you're just tuning in, make sure you hit our archives up to be able to listen to her powerful, powerful testimony uh, and interview. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal, and she shared so much and you can actually feel her journey. You can actually walk that journey with her through the passion that she shared with us. So we thank her once again. Lisa, I know it can't possibly be easy, but she exuded strength. She exuded the strength of a mother. She exuded the strength of a woman. She exuded the strength of a child of God. So we thank her for joining us and sharing her journey with us. Absolutely, absolutely. I definitely agree with that, T. Um, and and to be able to sit, even even on a on a video or over the phone, to be able to sit mm-hmm. and and let people experience your pain. It, but experience, they're right. experience her passion as well. But you get to you're experiencing her pain. And like she was saying, you know, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry for me. You get that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when you're healing, uh-huh. and it, it doesn't stop your healing because you understand that that person has to have time to be able to process what you're going through. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So we thank her once again. And if you miss any of our interview, at least you say, no worries. You just hit up our archives, hit hit our, our, our iPod, our, me and I'm about to say iPad, at least. You know, this is your, this is your ministry right here. I had the same one. I had the tongue twister earlier. I had the tongue twister earlier. <laughs> oh, but hit up our archives, and it could be um, obtained on any podcast. Is what a girl was trying to say, and get the full <laughs> length of <laughs> and get the full length of Kanisha's interview because it is phenomenal. It is eye opening, and it is as well heart opening. So we hope you enjoy it what she brought to the chat room tonight, and stay tuned. She has some things coming down the pipe that's going to just continue to amaze people and continue her journey and continue to to help her heal. So check out our archives. You won't be disappointed. Absolutely, absolutely. We appreciate you guys. We will see you all tomorrow. Tomorrow is going down, y'all. It is going down. <laughs> when I say it is going down, mm-hmm. it went down last week when we had our he says, she says segment. You know, some yes. people felt away about, you know, they, they felt away. However, it's going mm-hmm. down again. It's part two. This part two of that is she says, but he heard. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of mm-hmm. times we'll say things. And y'all are here right. something totally different, you men out there. Yeah, I said it. And don't send me no inboxes about it. Yeah, <laughs> I said it. 
We'll say one thing, and y'all will hear something totally different, and it won't even be anything that we've actually said. It's just the way that mm-hmm. you received what we said. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting, so make sure you guys tune in. We'll be back in 23 hours. How you like that, Lee? <laughs> Absolutely. And I put some quotes up, too, uh, because T.D. Jakes, he has a video on um, YouTube, which I'm going to clip it into the show for tomorrow. But uh, it's okay. really on point, and it talks about how men think. So make sure y'all check mm-hmm. it out if y'all are uh, able to go on iTunes, though. But he says okay. women talk in circles, and men talk straight. Like we talk around what it is, and then we get to what we're saying. But mm-hmm. women, when we care about things, when we're passionate about something, we we're, we verbalize. That's why we talk in mm-hmm. circles. We're talking about it. We're talking about everything, everything that got us to the point wherever <laughs> we're at. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. But men, they internalize. That's why I take them three, four days to come back and be like, well, you know. And I was thinking, it's like three, four days later, it's like, I was, you know, and it's hard for us. We're going to talk about this. That's a whole nother lifetime. It, right, That's because it's hard lifetime, for us. <laughs> It's hard for us to be able to, like, two days later, it's like, I want to talk about this two days ago. And, and, and we don't never think or understand that y'all can't talk about it two days ago mm-hmm. because y'all have to take two days to process it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be live, girl, tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. I am excited. We will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you guys for tuning in to Let's Chat. Thank you guys for those who came on to the live. I'm going to get it together, y'all. I'm going to mm-hmm. try. I think what we used to be able to Skype through Blog Talk. And now the Skype app mm-hmm. isn't here anymore, so I'm like, so now what do we do? But I'm going to work it out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it together, and we're going to be on point. Absolutely. You know, y'all, she's going to do it. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you once again for tuning in to Let's Chat tonight. Once again, my name is Tony, and I'm joined by my phenomenal She Can Get It Done co-host, Mrs. Leisha. We will see you guys in 23 hours tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Thanks for joining us.